Hi, I'm Randy. And I'm Claire. And you're listening to Killer Vibes, a true crime podcast. Today we're talking about Elizabeth Bathory, or the Blood Countess. And we left off part one talking about Elizabeth's new friend, Anna. They're super great friends. They <laughs> torture together. That's just such a weird thing. Like, hey, yeah. girl, you want to go torture some you people? You want to torture people? Yeah. I just want to know what that conversation was like. I feel where, like that's where, what it was like. <laughs> like, where they bridged that gap between friendship to torture buddies. Like, like oh, what you're, is you're that into line? that too? Yeah, exactly. There had to be some sort of, like, feeling out. That had to happen I feel like between it them. It was probably the way in which we figured out each other were obsessed with murder. Right. But it was like actually murdering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's like, what oh happened. Like, oh my God, you love murder too? It's like, no way, me too. Oh my gosh, we're the same. And except then, for we don't actually Except do we don't it. actually kill we anyone. We just talk about it. Yeah. So we're like the true crime obsessed Anna and Elizabeth. Oh my god! Your middle name is Elizabeth and yes. mine is Anne. <gasps> Shut up! Ah. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna... I'm freaking out. Okay, because I was about to say, my middle name is Anne, and then I remembered yes. that your middle name was Elizabeth. That's weird. Oh, I don't like that. Oh. <laughs> I feel weird about it now. Oh my god. You're gonna hate the way you die, I'm <laughs> Oh, it's gross. I don't it's know why time. I got excited about yeah, that. But it's a, oh that's my God, our a weird are the coincidence. Same. A weird coincidence. I feel like everyone's middle name is Elizabeth and Anne, actually. Yeah. Elizabeth, Anne, or Marie. Those yeah. are the three. Lynn. Oh, yeah. That's another That's another good one. <laughs> Therese, maybe. Teresa. I've heard, I know a lot of middle names are Teresa. I haven't heard that one, but maybe that's a Catholic thing. I think that's a Catholic thing. <laughs> I've never heard that, yeah. Yeah, no, I know a lot of people whose middle name is Teresa. <laughs> Including my cousin. But her, her middle name is Therese. But anyway. Okay. So we have Anna and Elizabeth, best torture buddies forever. Um, So they're doing all this stuff. And Anna, like I said, is starting to convince Elizabeth to go further with her tortures and actually kill her servants. So originally she wasn't actually killing any of her servants. She was just beating them up really badly, flaying their flesh off. It's great. So now she's officially killing off some of her female servants that are living in her castle. And they were starting to get a little attention because of this. And it didn't really mean anything, though, because like I said, Elizabeth and Fernek were like, they were at the height yeah, like of no, Hungarian no society. Yeah, like no going to be able to do anything. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't really matter that they're doing this stuff because, number one, they're in complete control of their environment. Number two, servants are seen as disposable. So not only are they like, and this isn't like something that they do all the time. This is a slow beginning. So it's like they're, it's like a weird hobby that they have. That's the best way that I can put it. You have a weird face, but it is it's like it's like <laughs> that a, is a weird it's way like to put a, it. But once yeah. every three weeks or something, they would kill someone. Yeah. So like not only does everyone not really care about the servants, but in addition to that, no one can really touch these people. Yeah, exactly. So um and also there was some resentment against the servant classes in Hungary because in 1514 there had been an uprising among the lower classes and it had been kind of destroyed by um, the upper ruling classes. It was like 
totally squished. It was wasn't really that big of a deal. But the ruling classes still had this vendetta against the lower classes because of what had happened. And nobody really cared that she was doing this because of this weird background and hatred towards the servant class for this rebellion that happened. That's really weird, though, to jump from not liking a class of people to being totally fine with With someone murdering multiple of them. Yeah. Like every three weeks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it probably wasn't to like the extent of like, it's okay to serial murder all of these people. I think it was more of like, it's okay to beat them near death or like kill one every once in a while. It wasn't like, (laughs) like I'm I'm being very cavalier about this, but like, um, people weren't as worried about it as they probably should have been. Okay, okay. So they would get worried about it later when it became a little bit more frequent. (laughs) Um, But right now, it's just sort of not that often that people were very concerned. Gotcha. So like, maybe they were shocked, but it was like, well, and then they kind of forget about it. And then it would happen again. And Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And suspicions started to kind of rise when um, several pastors performed funeral services for unknown servants at various castle estates that belonged to Elizabeth and her husband. Elizabeth would obviously say that their deaths were due to things like cholera, which was a pretty common disease at the time period, or she would say they were due to unknown causes, maybe some weird sickness or drunkenness or stupidity, whatever. Just like she would, but she'd have them often enough that people were starting to see that. And this is several years after Anna has come to the castle. And the pastors, at least one of them, he came to one of the several castles that the family owned. And the coffin that he read the funeral service over was quite large. And so this confused him a little bit. And one of the servants told him that there were three dead women inside of the coffin. And it was disguised to look like it was just a larger coffin for one person. So that guy got a little concerned um, and he refused to actually perform the funeral service and he left. Um, This pastor, before leaving, though, bravely went up to Elizabeth and called her a murderer and said that God would punish her for all that she was doing. Yeah. So this guy. You're a murderer. You're a murderer. And I will not preside over this. I will not. I cannot stand for it. And that's what he said, his real dialogue. And so Elizabeth became extremely agitated by this. And her husband was actually the one who had to go and appeal to the pastor and keep him quiet about all of his accusations against Elizabeth. So already, Ferdek is like seeing this increase in intensity from Elizabeth. And then he freaking dies. Oh, no. In 1604, the only person who's kind of keeping Elizabeth's craziness at bay, Fernick dies of an infected wound he received in battle. And he really couldn't hold Elizabeth back anymore. And she just started amping up everything that she was doing to like the 10th degree. It was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised he survived this long. Right. Like, earlier you were like, while he was out battling every day. Yeah. Like, wow. All the time. Damn. Well, you know, like I said, he's so terrifying. Like people knew who he was. He right. was like, I just imagine that he had like specialty armor made because he was the black given knight. this moniker. Yeah. yeah. And he like totally milked it and like, got black armor and a black sword. I I don't even know if you could do that. But, like, yeah, he totally owned that 
he like took immense pride in his violent tendencies. So I could totally see him just like running onto the battlefield with a giant black sword and just like slicing people in half. So <laughs> I don't know. But that's in battle. And obviously some people believe that, um, you know, killing people in battle is justified because it's a conflict. And he didn't support that when it came to just like murdering his servants. That wasn't something that he wanted to do. He just loved torturing them, which I don't even know which one is worse necessarily. Honestly, yeah. But it's I mean, so interesting. It is surprising yeah. that he's just like alive still. Because how many yeah. years has he been battling every day? So many. So this. Because like we were in the 1500s earlier, right? Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. So the war starts in like the early 1590s and then it goes for quite a long time and he dies in 1604. So at least 15 years. He's I don't a good know, battler. Yeah, I don't know much about the long war. I didn't want to lecture on it. I thought it would be like annoying. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Fernek unfortunately dies and Elizabeth freaks out a little bit. So not only is her husband dead, but Elizabeth is 44 when her husband dies. So people start to insinuate that she's a little vain. So just remember that in the back of your head, that she's 44 years old. People are thinking that she's a little vain about herself and um, that she just wants youth, her youth back. So in addition, Elizabeth also has to manage several estates without the expensive, the extensive spoils of war coming in from for her next conquests. Some say that um, Elizabeth starts to become more violent because she's so stressed out by the amount of stuff that she has to be in control of now. I'm like, just hire someone. You have the money. You have servants. Exactly. Stop killing them and then maybe you won't have so yeah, much stuff to do on exactly. your own. Maybe you won't have to stress about this because that's literally what they're there for, to serve you. Lady, get it together. Anyway. um, and She doesn't seem that intelligent. No. <laughs> now. Well, she just is like, she has become almost addicted <laughs> her to intelli- this. Her intelligence is very displaced. <laughs> It is not there. Yeah. So, um, like I said, Elizabeth was um, apparently, according to a few people, because she was 44, and apparently your youth is gone by the time you're 35 or whatever for women, but Elizabeth was apparently very vain, and she prided herself on how beautiful she was because she had been propped up on her lovely soapbox that everybody let her stand on all the time. And- <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God! Oh my God! Wait, Your two? scream is so scary. I hate it. Wait, what you just did? Okay. My God! Okay, welcome back to our podcast, Julia. This What's is up? this is Julia, everyone. If you don't remember her from our previous seasons <laughs> and our previous freakout moments, I really tried this time to scare yeah, you. Yeah, it was pretty scary. <laughs> But she's our station manager here at KCSU. So yep. welcome Explain back. Explain to everyone what you just yes, did. Please what do. I just did. Mm-hmm. All right. So um I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but there's a window to the door to the studio. Um yep. and it's kind of skinny. And yep. so I kinda it's very dark too, actually. No, I'm looking yeah, at it. No wonder so that's pretty terrible. scary looking. It's really scary. Um so I basically went to like one corner and then just like showed my eye and really slowly like popped yeah, up. Yeah, she and... like ascended into the window. <laughs> Thinking about it's like, making me laugh. It was so funny. <laughs> and then when Randy screams, I scream, and then I say a lot of bad words, and <laughs> that's pretty much it. Okay, so 
before that wonderful scare tactic was employed by <laughs> Julia, we were talking about how Elizabeth may or may not have been a very vain woman. And I just feel like I hear that excuse a lot when it comes to women who are aggressive. You know what I mean? Like, people are always like, oh, well, she didn't want to be old anymore, so she took it out on young women. It was like, sometimes people are just evil. Maybe she just wanted to yeah. murder. Like, let her live her life, okay? I mean, it's not okay to murder, but <laughs> no. can we not bring her yeah, appearance why does it have into to be this? about that? Exactly. Good Lord. But, of course, <laughs> the vanity aspect would play into the biggest legend of this okay. story. So well, then we're going we have- to accept oh, it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so we're going to accept it, obviously. So she wanted to seek out some sort of remedy to stop the aging process. And this is why we have the relationship between, like, her murdering young women, specifically women, instead of, like, all of her servants. So we're going to talk about her remedy in a second. But we have to talk about, (laughs) first, her murder squad. Oh, she's got a squad. She's got a squad. So Elizabeth made some friends while she was living in Hungary. And um, her first friend was her children's nurse. So she has four children with her now deceased husband. Oh my god! Yes, I love when nurses are murderers. Isn't it weird? Okay, wait. I okay. <laughs> Request. Yes. Will you do a historical murdering nurse? One hundred percent. I will. A lot of them. One hundred. I already know the one I'm gonna do. Okay. 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 I already have one. Okay. Like that's how much I love. Yes, absolutely. We okay. love a good murdering. We nurse. love a good murdering nurse. We love you know ill practicing medical professionals. It's great. So, her children's nurse, her name is Ilana, or Ilona, sorry, and um, a friend of Ilona's named Dorka, which is just an unfortunate name. Everyone has beautiful names, but that one... But that one's a little off-putting, It sounds like Orca. Or Dork. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if that's a really normalized name (laughs) in Hungary, (laughs) then, like, let's... We'll just accept it, but um, I personally... I'm not a fan of it. I don't know why Orca came to mind as opposed to Dork. <laughs> dork. I was gonna, you, I was hoping you were going to say, oh, it sounds like Dork. And you did it. I was like, yeah, it does kind of. I mean, like Orca's in there, but there's another word that's even more embarrassing in that name. <laughs> Fine. Sounds like Orca. <laughs> oh, my god! What an embarrassing thing. An aquatic animal. An aquatic animal. A majestic aquatic animal. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we have Dorka and Ilona, who are friends, and then we also have a wash woman who lived in the castle named Caitlin, and she was joining in on everything. So the first three, Elizabeth, Ilona, and Dorka, were the ones that were, like, into the torture. They really liked doing it. Caitlin, on the other hand, would actually take pity on a lot of the women that were mm. being tortured, and she would go down into the dungeons where a lot of the women were being kept in the dark and in these really gross places and she would feed them and give them water and things like that and this would actually save Caitlin's life after the trial so her kindness would spare would have her life well her life would be spared because of her kindness did she participate in the torturing um yes so like she did did she want to or was it like I have to do this to Sort not of like be not tortured be tortured myself. <laughs> so I'm not really sure what her motivations were necessarily, but I do know that at one point Caitlin was beaten herself because she w- didn't want to take 
like so maybe she was like torture yeah so um obviously i mean once you like get introduced into this weird little group of torturing women i guess you kind of have to stay there or else you will be tortured because they didn't want word to get out about any of it and the other three were really into this like they did it all the time like it went from being this weird hobby that I had talked about before and now it was like this extra thing Um, and of course Anna is obviously involved still as well so there's like these five women that are just sort of doing this together Um, so this is where we're going to talk about a little bit about how Elizabeth would go about the torture So she was a total sadomasochist. Like, she is the first female sadomasochist, which I had mentioned at the beginning. And um, so it would usually start out with, like, similar situations to Daria. But Elizabeth was really almost, like, creepily crafty about the way that she went about things. So if a young woman maybe didn't sew a stitch on properly to a dress or they didn't fix a hem correctly, Elizabeth would start out by physically beating them with her hands and her feet, kicking, slapping, whatever. And then she would kind of take, like, a personal approach to each offense. So if the girl was caught messing up a sewing thing, she would sew her (gasps) mouth shut sew her eyes closed, and use the needle as the method of torture. So it was like a psychological thing as well. Isn't that terrible? Isn't that your... Oh, my gosh. I wish you guys could see Randy's face. It's horrifying. It is... Not that your face is horrifying, but, like, (laughs) the look on your face is horrifying. I just don't like needles so that I would just be vomiting the whole time. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. You guys, Randy hates needles, like, even more than I hate needles. I hate needles, so I will just projectile vomit every time. That's hilarious. I've actually done that before, though. I can't get shots. Yeah, no. Shots are the worst. I have this little thing called a buzzy, though. (laughs) It was on Shark Tank, Uh and my mom got me one. As an adult, and I love it. No, that's, it like yeah. it's like a little bee, and then you put these. Um, its wings are ice packs, <gasps> and then it vibrates. So the vibration oh. mixed with the cold, like m- numbs your body. That's so cool. I yeah, love that. It's for children, but, Who cares? I, but I have one. Well, I mean, if you have a problem with needles, <laughs> then you should use it. I love that. The Shark Tank people were correct in endorsing that product. <laughs> So this lady needs one. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) That is so disturbing. Isn't that gross? That is really, really awful. I mean, that's how much she thought about it. Okay, I have a question. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean for this to be offensive in any way because I can't even imagine being in their position and being exploited this way and Mm -hmm. having this fear like looming over them all the time. But if there are like hundreds of women and only five of these like torture people is I guess why wouldn't they, you know, rise up against them or attempt any sort of revolt or anything like that? Yeah, so that's a good question. So um, there probably wouldn't have been hundreds of women working inside of the castle. It probably been would have oh, been like okay. a staff. Yeah, so it probably would have been like a staff of maybe like 20, 25 women um, at the time. And then... Um, those women would be the ones personally working with Elizabeth. And the, num- the like, 650 number that we get uh-huh. is um, 
over the long period of time that she was actually torturing and murdering women. So it's not this like short period of time where it's like, oh, these 650 women already existed on the estate. It was like sort of like cycled through. Gotcha. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> revolt yeah, against no. someone so sewing scary. my eyeball shut, but mm-hmm. just a question. But yeah, no, it's a valid question. Absolutely. Okay. And actually, since we're like on the topic of this really big number that we get, let me break it down for you. That number is actually assumed to be extremely incorrect. and um, Like we'll, higher or lower? So much higher than the actual projected number. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, and I'll get into why that number exists and who is the, the people who said that that was the actual number. Okay. Because there actually is some political intrigue that's involved in a lot of this trial process. Um, but... The women that were involved in the household were actually sold to Elizabeth Bathory through their families. So the really sad thing about um, the lower classes in Hungary is because of the revolt, they were given this very extremely low status in society. And they were basically oppressed (laughs) to the point where they couldn't really do anything. Like the king wouldn't have done anything for them if they had gone to... um, anyone really in uh, the, the, I don't even know if it would be like a court system. I don't know if you could call it a court system because it's not efficient in any way, shape or form. But well, um, if they had gone- ours. Yeah, exactly. Um, if they had gone to any sort of law enforcement, anyone, they wouldn't have done anything right. for them. And it would have been pointless. Yeah. And I feel like it's basically just slavery. So I mean, yeah, I guess kinda, that yeah. was kind of a dumb question. No, I mean, I actually think that that's a pretty valid question, actually. You know, it, there, it feels like something should have happened after all of this, because that does happen in the Daria case, because we do have two serfs go to um, all the way to St. Petersburg and then talk to Catherine the Great and solve the issue. But in this case, we only have we don't have that because the people were literally sold into slavery by their families. So you their can't families, really do anything. Yeah. yeah, their families literally sold them for money to live in this castle and the poor families needed the money right so it was more of an uh, i don't know it, it was a different situation that we have here because they weren't forced to work on the same land like they were in russia they were sold into it and that was just how life was so i'm pretty sure that the women didn't even know that they could do anything about it necessarily so or they just, just sort of laid down and thought that that was their fate, which is super unfortunate. And again, that's total speculation for me because we obviously don't have the testimonies of these women. Um, They're dead. But yeah. it could also be like, if she's sewing your eyes and mouth shut and doing these crazy torture things, mm-hmm. it would be pretty terrifying to try to stand up against her and then, and then you know, fear what would come after that. Like, I can't even Absolutely. imagine wh- oh what, my God. how creative she would get with that. Absolutely. And if you killed a no- someone in the nobility, you oh, would yeah. be executed. But yeah, in my mind, I was just picturing this giant castle having like over 100 women in it. Yeah, I know. But to know that there's like more like 20 at a time, mm-hmm. that makes more sense. But I was yeah. like, let's just make a mob and like and like flood the castle. Yeah. yeah, that would be much more effective for sure. But that's Take that needle, yeah. stab her stab eyeball. Her eyeballs. That's what I would do. Yeah, exactly. Just but kidding. You... I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would be yeah. like, too afraid. <laughs> yeah, the peasant class definitely wouldn't have had any um it, it just wouldn't have happened. But yeah, no, that's a great question to ask because there's like so many different there's so many different moments that it could have happened, but obviously we have these women that are being extremely oppressed and this torture that is not only physical, but this like psychological sort of like implementation of bad behavior 
equals specifically personalized torture. So I can only imagine what that would be like. I would be so terrified. And in addition to this, this weird personalized version of torture, she would, Elizabeth would make many of the women strip down completely naked before the torture would begin. And so not only are they tortured in a specific way, they have to be completely naked and exposed. So I would be so terrified if I was if I was in that position. Like you are at your weakest moment in the most vulnerable position. So it was really terrible. And we get a, one of our rumors about Elizabeth being a cannibal from her biting flesh off of some of the women in her employ. So that's fun too. And then chewing it and swallowing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she chewed it or swallowed it, but she definitely bit a lot of her Ugh. her victims. Gross. And one of the women she actually bit a chunk a chunk out of her face because this poor girl was too sick to go to work. So Elizabeth went all the way down to where she was sleeping and literally bit off part of her face. Cannibal Lecter style? Very much so. Um, <laughs> Cannibals are so weird. <laughs> they make me like uncomfortable, so I joke about them a lot. And I think it puts out like a weird, creepy vibe. Yeah. But I just think it's the weirdest I mean, like, thing ever. Yeah, it's really weird. It's an interesting time. <laughs> um, and in addition to that, Elizabeth would also force some of her victims to eat the flesh off of other women. So she would bite the other woman (laughs) and then she would give the flesh to one of her other torture victims. So like there's just a really gross things happening in this castle. So with that, we're going to end part two. And then in part three, we're going to talk about even more gross stuff. Are you ready? Great. I'm sufficiently disturbed. Excellent. Cannibals. (laughs) It gets worse. (laughs) Okay. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.